welcome to this week's edition of Wall Street to Main Street, where I bring to you the market action on the street and also give you my commentary on what uh, I feel is happening and how we can use uh, some of the information uh, for our investing benefit for our portfolio. So let's get started with the market performance. Uh, this week, Dow Jones Industrial Average closed at a level of 23,775, down 1.9% for the week. S&P 500 closed at 2837, down 1.3% for the week. And NASDAQ closed down at a level of 8635, down 0.2% for the week. So as you can see, all three indices uh, were down for the week, uh, just under 2% uh, for Dow Jones Industrial and S&P 500. NASDAQ was almost uh, flat for the week. Now I'd like to turn to a hot topic this week on the market. That was the oil. So oil again this week uh, was down. Again, this week oil futures were under pressure. On Monday, the oil market entered into what's called contango. So contango basically means that the spot prices are lower than prices for future delivery of crude oil. That's a highly unusual occurrence. The further drop that has continued is centered around the uncertainty of storage of excess supply. The price of oil has continued to slide even after OPEC Plus agreed to the largest ever production cut, one that was intended to, intended to backstop prices. The oil traders remain unconvinced that the cuts can offset cratering demand for the commodity as the coronavirus keeps society from operating normal. The extreme contango tells us that nobody in America wants to oil in the short term. For an investor who has a long-term perspective and a holding period of 12 to 24 months, the current plunge in oil prices represents a buying opportunity. On Monday, the May futures contract for oil closed at negative $37 per barrel. Yes, that is correct. You heard that correctly. Minus $37 per barrel. So essentially, what the market was saying is that you can you you can take oil you can take delivery of oil and get paid for it which is a highly unusual occurrence this was a historic event as it was the first time in history that oil traded at a negative value what happened was a financial what happened was a basically a financial issue a physical store not a physical storage issue the u.s oil fund got squeezed out and an investor blew up since they could not get out of their position fast enough. Also this week, uh, we had uh, earnings. We're kind of uh, in the middle of uh, earnings season. I just wanted to highlight the uh, airline's uh, earnings. First of all, United Airlines, uh, they reported a Q1 loss of $2.1 billion with an adjusted loss of $1 billion, which excludes non-recurring charges and losses. The market consensus was for a net loss of $622.7 million and $533.5 million on an adjusted basis. United said that their revenue fell 17% to $8 billion. This dip in revenue doesn't seem horrible, but keep in mind that the Q1 reporting only includes about three weeks of the coronavirus impact. The airline shut down sometime around the first week of March. So the full effect of the revenue decline is not included in the first quarter numbers. United submitted an application to the loan program, just like all the other airlines. Delta was another airline that reported this week. Delta posted its first quarterly loss in five years. 
Revenues plunged 18% in, in the first quarter to $8.6 billion. The CEO, Ed Bastian, said that Q1, uh, Q2 revenues will likely fall 90% from the same quarter in 2009. And that's kind of uh, similar to what uh, United uh, reported on their earnings call, uh, stating that the uh, second uh, quarter is going to be uh, much more steeper. Uh, the decline is going to be a lot more steeper than in the first quarter because we've only had uh, three weeks, basically, of uh, the corona impact. Uh, Ed Bastian, uh, further, he's forecasting a long recovery. And he's telling employees that the airlines will be smaller in the future. Delta posted a net loss of $534 million in Q1 with an adjusted EPS of $0.51 share loss. So as you can see, uh, these two major airlines, both of them posted uh, large losses. And I think that's just a fraction of uh, what's coming down the line in, in the second quarter. I know uh, we've been talking about uh, opening up the economy. Um, President Trump has uh, talked to all the 50 governors and also the executives of uh, major corporations and labor unions to try to get the economy uh, up and running. But I think it's going to take a while for the economy to fully open uh, back up. So we're going to see continued pressure, uh, especially on the airlines. Now, if we kind of uh, step back and uh, see how the airlines performed uh, during uh, 2001, if you look at that period when uh, demand dropped uh, because of the terrorist um, situation, it took uh, nearly three years for the passenger volume to return. Think about that, three years, and this was not a uh, health uh, pandemic, uh, nothing related to health or, or even the financial uh, calamity. This was a uh, terrorist attack, and that, that hurt the airlines quite a bit. So I think. Uh, similarly, this time, we're going to have a, a situation where it's going to take uh, some time uh, for uh, people to get back uh, and feel safe traveling. So I'm uh, anticipating about maybe two to three year uh, recovery for the airlines. Uh, and uh, as uh, Ed Bastian noted, uh, the airlines Delta is going to uh, look much smaller in the future. I can see where they might uh, have... Uh, loading factor come down, maybe uh, not fill as many people on the airlines, uh, reduce uh, some of the staff, maybe re even reduce uh, some of the uh, orders uh, for, for new, uh, new aircraft. So I can see uh, the airline industry kind of shrinking. But in the long term, I think, in my opinion, uh, on uh, a weakness uh, in, in uh, Delta or United Airlines stock, I think it may be a good opportunity for long-term investors uh, it's, I, I think uh, three to four years down uh, might give a good return. Similarly, I also think that uh, there will be a recovery in oil, even though you know it seems like uh, uh, it's a horrific situation right now, but I can see when uh, things start to uh, get back to normal, the people start traveling, the demand increases. Right now, the supply and demand uh, equation is highly skewed. Uh, I can see where that kind of uh, returning back to normal may be by sometime next year. So there are certain companies out there that are trading at a uh, discount to uh, their um, uh, net asset value. So I think there are some opportunities in the oil patch for some of the uh, stronger companies like Exxon, Exxon Mobil, Chevron, maybe even some of the uh, mid-tier companies. So uh, look at uh, some opportunity uh, in the oil sector. 
Well, that's all I have uh, for you today. Until next week, stay safe.